Greetings once again, everyone. I am Jason Munns. I am your host of the American Athletic Pickers podcast. We are in week nine of the college football season, and it's just, yeah, we're getting into the swing of things. It's, it's, it feels, it's beginning to feel natural now. The, the things that we're doing every week, we're starting to get into sort of a groove. Uh, excitement is beginning to build across not only college football, but uh, especially so here in Memphis. Uh, we, we've got all sorts of things going on, and, and not only in Memphis, but just across the American, the AAC. I mean, you've got how many... I, I should I should back up. I am I'm the Let host. Don't know who I am, who, Jason who Munz, and I am joined by the Memphis football beat writer Evan Barnes. Hello, Evan. Hi, Jason. Nice to be introduced. <laughs> thank you, thank you for joining us uh, once again. And uh, yeah, we're happy to be here with you guys. Um, how many ranked teams are there in the AAC? So right now, the AAC in the USA Today Amway Coaches Poll. We have SMU, Cincinnati, and Memphis. So three teams in the coaches poll, and, and then two, two in the AP. I believe SMU and yes, SMU and Cincinnati are ranked in the AP. With Memphis With, knocking, Memphis right twenty six in the AP poll, knocking on the door there. And, and Navy is also twenty ninth overall in the coaches poll, 29th overall among teams receiving votes. Boy, that flew under the radar. It flew under my radar. It did. I, I had to look this up when I was doing my uh, my AAC watch this week um, of, of games to watch and things to root for. Um, but yeah, Navy is uh, five and one right now. The Are they really? They're five and one. The only team they have lost to is the big bad blue tigers. That is correct. What a wow! That that was sneaky. That what? Well, and honestly, that was a sneaky midshipman. Yeah, I mean, sneaked up on, snuck up on you on like a Trojan horse on a boat, you know. Yeah, but yeah, they are five and one. They're three and one in conference. They're four and zero oh at home. Probably going to be five and zero oh at home and six and one overall after this after this week. They will be the first team, I believe, that Memphis has played this year that will be bowl eligible. What a what a boy. So and that's, I mean, honestly, that, 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 that snuck up. I mean, did that sneak up on you? It, like, it did. Like you look at them the last couple of weeks and they've been, you know, rolling and beating teams and you look up like, wait a minute, they are, huh. they haven't lost since then. So that's a boost for Memphis because obviously if they keep winning, that's a marquee win. For sure. That's, that's great. Um, yeah. The more, the more, the merrier at the, uh, in the top 25 parade for the AAC. Uh, but, but so, and we'll get, we'll get back to Navy. Um, here in a minute, as we do every week, we go down the list of games that um, you know that that AAC uh, teams are are playing that week, and we're we we pick them, we predict we predict who's going to win, uh, or no, we predict uh, we 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 pick against the spread. We decide who's whether you know we we discuss who's favored and whether or not they will cover. Uh, so yeah, we do that every week, and we're going to do it again this week, week nine. Um, I am, as far as the standings go, I'm still in the lead, but I had a very, very rough week eight. And as we all did, I should say, <laughs> we, I was like two and six and I think Ooh. you guys were both three and five. Ooh. So, uh, Ooh. you are now back to two games behind me in the standings and Mark Giannato, our, uh, esteemed colleague and, and the commercial appeals force columnist, he, uh, who is absent, uh, unfortunately, this week from the from our podcast studio, uh, he is two games behind you. So he's four back of me, two back of you. So we're 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 kind of 
I guess I don't know if neck and neck is the. We're, we're still holding strong where we are. It's, oh yeah, no, nothing has changed, which there, is good. Striking distance is a real thing. Yeah, with the way things are shaking out right now. Um, okay, so again, we're going to run down the list of uh, AAC games and talk about the uh, talk about who's favored, and um, and we're going to start. Uh, we're, I should say we'll, we'll uh, as we do every week, we will get to Memphis and Tulsa toward the end. Uh, but, uh, so, so, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but we have a Thursday game. Uh, we are recording this full transparency. We're recording this like mid afternoon Thursday. So <laughs> we're a little bit late to the game this week, but, um, yeah, I guess better late than never. Right. We're getting it done. Yeah. We we're, we're getting in right under the wire. Uh, big Thursday game, big Thursday, big game. Thursday. For a lot of reasons, tell us why it's so big, Evan. It's right. uh, it's it's ranked Southern Methodist University at Houston. At Houston, now on the surface, this game might not mean much because Houston is struggling this year. They barely beat that mighty AAC exiting team, UConn, last week. They barely beat them. Beat them by what twenty four thirteen? No, they beat them twenty four. Uh, we'll look that score up. Twenty four seventeen, I think. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, UConn yeah. scored near the end of that game yep. to make it closer than it was. So um, Houston's in, in a bit of a truck in some struggles right now. But the reason twenty four, yeah, twenty four seventeen. So this game is important because if SMU wins, Memphis will be hosting a top. 20 team. What are they ranked right now in the AP poll? In the AP poll, they are SMU. ranked 16. In the coaches poll, they are ranked 17. So there's a chance SMU could come here as a top 15 team. Yeah. Which is pretty significant. Um, do we think if, if Memphis wins, if Memphis beats Tulsa, does that mean they automatically are? I don't think it does. They, they need at least one team toward the bottom of the top 25 to lose. Do they not? They would. They would need to, in order to move into the top 25. So um, I mean, it'd be different if they were beating, you know, if, if say if Tulsa was a top 20 team, if, if Tulsa was a, a better team than they are, then maybe Memphis could like swaps with whoever's at 25. But, um, Tulsa's two and five this year. Uh, so, so I think Memphis, even if they do beat Tulsa, they might need a little bit of help from one of those teams. that's in that 22 to 25 range. They will. And the, the last few weeks there have been some upsets, some upsets where teams have dropped down and shuffled a little bit. Yeah, that um, happens. The game to keep an eye on probably would be Oklahoma state, Iowa state, because Oklahoma's Iowa state is 23rd. Oklahoma State is not ranked, but keep an eye on Iowa State. That game is at home for Iowa State. So if they lose, yeah, that probably gives Memphis the jump to get back in the AP Top 25. Okay. All right. So, uh, again, um, SMU is at Houston tonight. Uh, the, the line on that game, the Mustangs are favored by 13.5 points. This is tough because this is a tricky game because both play on the weekend. It's a Thursday night game. Um, I remember when Temple played ECU, that game was closer than I thought because Temple was coming off the same thing. They played, I think they played at home and then they had to go on the road on a Thursday. Granted, SMU is um, just flying an hour to, to Houston. But I am going to say that SMU, what's the, what's the spread again, Jason? 13 and a half. They should cover i'm going to take them to cover yeah i agree um yeah it, it is on the road and all but it's just that the, these two these are two very different teams uh, especially i mean these from what we've seen so far 
um, and what we expected these two teams to be going into this season, it's pretty remarkable how different they both are. Uh, you know, I mean, nobody thought much of SMU going into this season. Here they are undefeated in 16th in the country. And everybody thought Houston was going to, was going to battle Memphis for the West division, uh, title. And they stink. They're no good. Just to be point blank. Yeah. They're, I don't know if they're basically punting on this year to go to next year, but they're not what we thought they were. And Houston, well, if you believe what that uh, one guy was tweeting out a couple of weeks ago, they've definitely thrown in the towel. Yeah, the the, the former lineman for Houston who decided to um, who re- who decided to leave football after his latest injury. I mean, he put everything on blast. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. this this game will probably have some luster because it is a state interstate game. Yeah. But SMU will be heavily favored, and they should control this game. Yeah, I mean, any anything can happen. We all know that, but um, it's a pretty safe bet. SMU should. Um, should cover this spread. So uh, we're going to move right along. We, we um, through a variety of circumstances, don't have Mark Giannato's picks, but we, if you're if you're listening to this and you're not already on our website, go to our website. We'll have his picks there. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely go there for his picks. You picked us. You, you're going with SMU. I'm going with SMU. Um, all right. So we will move uh, right along to the next one. This is a, this is a tricky one. UConn at UMass. <laughs> I believe these two teams are going to be playing each other as independents once uh, yeah. UConn leaves the uh, AAC. That's right. So uh, UConn at UMass and maybe one of the only games of the season that UConn's going to be favored. They're and they, favored? And they're not just favored, man. They are 10-point favorites. They're double-digit favorites. A 10-point favorite? On the road, they are double-digit favorites. On the you Is this right? Listen, UMass is, they're both terrible. Uh, but I think UMass is a little more terrible than UConn. One and six on the year. UMass? U- yes. What's UConn? UConn on the season is, and I quote, da, 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 da. They can't be much better than that, if at all. They are also one and six. Oh, man. <laughs> we got ourselves a, a New England pillow fight. I don't know if it's a pillow fight or if it's like a spoiled tea party or something like dirty yeah. water. <laughs> I don't know. This is cheesy. All right. So what say you? The Huskies are 10 point favorites. <laughs> hey, they kept it close. They, I mean, they, you know, if Houston was favored by 10 last week, which we know they were, I think it was more than that. A lot more than that. Uh, UConn would have, would have covered it if Houston was favored by 10 last week. Anyway, UConn's favored by 10. And this is also a rival. Apparently, this is a rivalry game. Of course it is. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to go. go. Oh, they wait. UConn barely beat them. No, Massachusetts beat them 22-17 last year in East Hartford. Okay. I am going to. And you said the, the spread is 10? Yeah. I'm taking UMass. Not me. Oh, really? I. I Something tells me that UConn is not going to win this game by double digits. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there. Uh, I don't know. I, I. This is just a. It's a. It's as coin flip as it gets. This is as flip of the coin as it gets, in my opinion. Um, so, the the particular coin that we have flipped is for me that I have flipped has landed on UConn. So. You got to stay ahead of me somehow, Jason. If you get this, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I lose, if I lose this, oh well. Right. If you end up winning this by one game overall, and this is the one game that yeah. goes back, can kick UConn all the way out of the conference. Yeah, 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 yeah. No love lost for them. 
All right. Uh, South Florida is at East Carolina, and the Bulls are two-point favorites. Sounds about right. These are their – wait, these teams are both three and four. Yeah, both these teams are struggling. USF beat BYU? They did beat BYU. They just beat Boise? Yeah, transitive property if you want to go there. South I mean, Florida. listen, it's, it's anything, you know. East Carolina has not won an AAC game. I'm going with South South Florida. What's the spread now? Two-point two favorite. Two-point favorite? I'm so going, we're basically picking the winner here. All right, I'm picking South Florida. Yeah, I, I'd say that's... Although ECU is a tough place to play, I will note. That, that stadium is is a very tricky environment, but I'm I'm taking South Florida. Yeah, me too. Um, they just, yeah, I think that's the best the safest bet in this uh, particular instance. Uh, next on the ledger is central Florida UCF at temple where central Florida is an 11 point favorite. And I'm pretty sure that prop that, that line when they were deciding that, that line probably shot up after temple got destroyed by yeah. SMU. Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. If this game was the week after temple beat Memphis, it, the line's a lot different. I think. Yeah, I, I think so. And I think UCF is obviously he's, under the radar now because they have now gone back to the uh, the rest the rest of the world now brought their, back down to earth with their two losses. Um, I take UCF because I just think from that Temple game. I mean, as bad as as much as Memphis struggled in that game, they did almost have a chance to have a game winning scoring drive before that controversial call. So yeah. I will take UCF, which benefits Memphis because if Temple loses this game. That means they have two losses, which means there's no longer a tiebreaker that they hold over Memphis. So if somehow Temple wins the AAC East, or right. no, excuse me, if somehow Temple were to win the AAC East, they would not have a tiebreaker over Memphis. So this will be a rooting for UCF this week would be beneficial to Memphis because it gets rid of that tiebreaker with Temple. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Knights as well. Are they still? They're just the knights now, right? They are still the knights. They're not. They're not the golden knights anymore. Uh, it was a while ago. They were. It, it, they were. They were the golden knights. I, I believe they're the knights. Yeah, I don't think they're the golden knights anymore. So, um, so that being said, I, I am going with the knights. I think these, and the reason why is because I think these teams, while on paper you've got a one, it's a one loss Temple team, right? Yes. Um, it seems like or two loss Temple team. Excuse me, two loss. Right. Okay, so two lost Temple team. It seems pretty evenly matched, but I think they're, the the profiles of these teams are very different. Temple's got a very good defense. Um, UCF has a very good offense. I think UCF's offense is better than Temple's defense. Yeah, and I should point out, I forgot, I mentioned this in my uh, AAC preview this weekend. Um, UCF will be without it starting running back Greg McRae. Um, I still stand by my pick, though. I just, I just remembered it right now, but I still stand by that pick, and I think UCF, although now I'm thinking about it, Temple is unbeaten at home this year, mm. and UCF on the road has been kind of, okay, what was the spread again? <laughs> 11. <sighs> okay, I, I'm going to stay with it, but it wouldn't surprise me if I'm wrong, because I just, I forgot about Temple's, hasn't lost at home yet, but I'm taking UCF's point to cover that. Okay, and I'm going to stick with that as well. All right. All right. Uh, next up, we have Tulane at Navy. We talked about Navy a little bit earlier. The midshipmen are favored by three and a half points. Uh, they're the only AAC team. This is the only AAC game this week where the home team is favored. Interesting. Everybody else, including, uh, Memphis and Tulsa, 
the road team is the favorite in uh, in that game. Int- so very interesting. Well, Navy is a tough place to play. Like we we say it every week. It's very hard to beat Navy at Navy. Um, this game will be interesting because I think if Navy again, if Navy should win, they'll become bowl eligible, which helps Memphis strengthen the schedule. Tulane. Needs to bounce back from their showing against Memphis, but I don't think it happens in Annapolis. So I'm taking the mids. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, three and a half is is reasonable. I, I think that's uh, totally reasonable. So I'm going to go with Navy as well. Um, okay, we've gotten to Memphis and Tulsa. Memphis is favored by ten and a half points to go up and uh, face the Golden Hurricane. Um, ten and a half. What do you, what do you think? Okay, this is fun because I had, in our predictions online at commercialappeal.com, I actually went quite higher than that spread. I'm, Me too. I was surprised at myself for doing this, but I'm like, uh, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't see it. I think Memphis can, even if they lose focus for a little bit and maybe something happens, I think they find a way to stay ahead and win big in this game. I think yeah. it'll be close. I think Tulsa will give Memphis a fight because if they gave SMU and Cincy a fight. On the road, at home, they definitely will give a fight, especially with it being homecoming. Um, it's supposed to be a little bit cold up there, like maybe around 50s-ish. So it could be a little bit adverse. Um, but I think Memphis takes care of business. I think they do cover. Yeah, I agree. I think they will. Uh, I'm with you. I think it'll be pretty close, you know, maybe for a quarter, maybe two. But um, but I think I think by the time they get rolling – in the second half, it's it's going to be all she wrote. And it's funny because looking at our predictions right now, again, on commercialappeal.com, all five of us CA folks have Memphis winning by a quite a substantial margin. I think the closest one is Giannato has, by, has Memphis winning by 17. I'm by 24. You are <laughs> by 32. And Cobb, 35. He thinks Memphis is going by 35. So I think a lot of us expecting this to be a, a bloodbath, a, a sizable win for Memphis, which would say a lot going into SMU, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, so I, so that takes some of the suspense out of what Mark Giannato is going to pick on this one. He's picking, he's picking Memphis. I think he'll pick Memphis. Cool. All right. Um, that's it for the AAC. Uh, so we've got two, as we have the past couple of weeks, we've got two non-conference, two non-AAC, um, I guess what we're calling co-picks of the weekend. Uh, co-picks of the week. Um, we're going to start with Auburn at LSU, the big game. The, that's the sort of the marquee matchup, uh, one of the marquee matchups uh, this week. Um, LSU is a 10.5-point favorite in Baton Rouge over Auburn. Go with LSU. I, I, find me a reason why they can't be stopped until they get to Alabama, until they, they play Alabama. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think – I don't know if I would have said so quite definitively before Auburn got beat by Florida. Um, but I think they got kind of exposed against Florida. And so, uh, yeah, LSU, it's, it's, it's Tigers. We're going with the Tigers this weekend. Memphis Tigers and LSU Tigers, yep. Yep, and then finally, the other co-pick of the week is Notre Dame at Michigan. One that is we that I, the reason why I picked this put this game as one of our co-picks of the weekend is for our our good buddy Mark, uh, the Michigan grad that he is. Um, I I I thought it would be fun to get his you know opinion on this, but fun or funny? 
Uh, both probably. <laughs> <laughs> both. Uh, so Notre Dame is a one point favorite at Michigan. At Michigan. So again, we're we're pretty much picking the winner here. So Notre Dame is the favorite, and I believe Michigan, as an underdog, has not won a game under Mister Jim Harbaugh. Oh, interesting. Um, ooh, I mean, I, I Notre Dame is ranked higher than Michigan in the polls. Let's see here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Notre Dame is yeah. Notre Dame is higher. They're eight in the AP. They are. Seven. Wait, they're only a one point favorite. Yeah, one point. Good grief. Um, I am going to go with Notre Dame on this one just because I feel like Michigan. This is a game kind of where if Michigan loses, there will be some heat on Harbaugh. But I, I just don't see Michigan winning this win, winning this game. I don't either. Uh, I'm, <laughs> and I mean, look, I, I I'm. This is. This pick is being made independent of how uh, it may or may not make our good friend Mark feel, but uh, yeah, it's my pick is Notre Dame. Yeah, and again, we love Mark. Mark's our guy. We like to see him needle a little bit, especially with the the Washington Nationals as of this recording being two wins away from the World Series. I mean, he's in a great mood, but hey, we got to keep it the real. Team that finished ten games out of first place behind my Atlanta Braves. And my Los Angeles Dodgers were, what, six outs from beating them in game five of the NLDS? Man, it just goes to show who's hot at the right time, who gets the right break. I mean, listen, again, that team finished the regular season 10 games. And correct me if I'm wrong, how many outs were they from being eliminated by the Milwaukee Brewers? They were very close. In like that two game. outs or something crazy like that. I believe maybe so. one out. I believe so. And so that's what that's what drives us crazy about baseball is that you can be that close, have that kind of a team, and yet they're two games away from winning the World Series. What a time, isn't it? All you got to do is get in the tournament. What a time, you know? What it's yeah, bases loaded, single with three bases loaded, single with two outs against the Milwaukee Brewers, and yeah. they were down three to one. Two, yeah, down two. Oh, down two, yeah. Down yeah. two with two outs. Bottom nine, or top nine. Bottom of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. Okay, so so they could have, they had one more at bat if they, if they needed it. Uh, yeah. So they were four outs from being, from being, the Brewers were four outs from, from eliminating the Nationals. We commiserate together right now about this. Maybe this weekend for football will change our perspective. Maybe we'll, it'll be a good weekend with our picks and we come back better. I, I guess I, no, no. I'm I'm salty until March, <laughs> especially I, if the Nats win the series. I'm salty until I, March. I, I'll probably be right there with probably you. Probably till next October. I'll probably be right there with you. I mean, at least in your case, you're used to October heartbreak. Me, I'm just getting used to this again. No, 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 no. I'm not, I, 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 I do not consider 14 consecutive division oh, championships oh. heartbreak. Oh, uh, I, I, oh, I know there's only one World Series championship in that run that the Braves had when I was in my formative years. I mean, that was when I was, you know, like I, I became a Braves fan like in 89, 90, thereabouts. Uh, I was nine, uh, 10 years old. Uh, and then they got super good in 91. You know, they went to th- four World Series. They went 91, 92, 95, uh, 95 and 99. And 96. Oh, and 96, so five World Series in the span of 10 years. 
uh, I, and only one win. I don't necessarily consider that a failure, but I get I get where some people might think so. Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm not. I mean, they've not been very good the, lately, the, but. Whatever. The pain, I, I can see some of the pain hint, hinting underneath. Like, if I talk about the fact that my Dodgers have not won a World Series, and as far as I've been aware, I mean, I was a, ba- I was a kid in 88. I barely remember much about the year outside right. of cartoons. But, yeah, so, Mark, unfortunately, we are salty at his team. And if, if, if his beloved Michigan Wolverines end up uh, losing this game, I think we'll both be happy we called it. Huh? <laughs> All right. Uh we got off track a little bit there, but that's all right. Just a little. This is, this Just is, a little. We are sports writers after all, and sometimes we we have opinions about other things than than uh, what we're what we're actually here to do. So uh, that's going to do it for us this week. We appreciate you for listening. Um, check back with us next week to see how we did, and uh, yeah, we'll see you then.